I'm not supposed to promote my Instagram anymore. John said I'm not allowed to, but I don't. No, you got You just got You got to pick and choose, Chris. Sophie's Choice. Yeah. I never saw Which that of movie. your children do you most want to podcast about? Uh, fortunately um, for me, I only have the one child. That is, that is. If they made that movie about me, it would be very short. Hey, joke's on you, Chris. Having offspring is rewarding. How would you know? I read it in a book. Oh, jokes. I think it's funny that you <laughs> said that to me. me. Joke's on you. Jim Davis is my name. Yeah, I mean, do you want to think of some other uh, swing tunes that we should sing while we podcast, or is that just a? No, I think that's just, just. I think that's a Thursday thing. It's a one-time only. Deal. We can we can make it we can make it a Thursday tradition. So many great tunes that we didn't sing though. Um, no, I thought there were only two. No, I mean, if you're broadening it out to sort of the swing era, uh, there are there are lots of songs. There. Are, God, when you're right, you're right. There are lots of songs. Well, uh, well noted. Insightful. Hello, and welcome into Being Jim Davis, a podcast that exposes the darker side of history, exploring the creatures, people, and places of our wildest nightmares. <laughs> because sometimes the truth is more frightening than fiction. <laughs> Chris, is that a is that a, a a play on something or or? Uh, yeah, I think so. I oh okay. oh the, that tagline. Yeah, I um I was ready before you a few weeks ago. Maybe it's last week, and so I just went from podcast to podcast on iTunes and took their uh, stole their. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I click the about button and yeah. just copy yeah. and paste into our taglines. Oh, outstanding. I look forward to hearing all of those over the next several years. Uh, that You know, that would save a lot of time if we just stole everybody else's taglines. Right? I mean, they're just sitting there. That is they're right. Not, they're not using them, as far as I know. They're not using them on this show. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I'm not listening to their podcast, so how do I know if they're using We them? We are the only ones to apply other people's taglines to our show. It's true. So you can't get mad at us. We invented stealing. <laughs> uh, stealing, Chris. John, stealing is our intellectual property, <laughs> and I don't want other podcasts to steal our idea of stealing. It's uh, it's it's meta. Yeah, you know. Hmm. Were, were you gonna tell me what day it is? I I, I ne uh, yeah yeah I was. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Let me tell you what day it is, Chris. You tell me it about is... it. I... <laughs> <laughs> Thank Garfield. It's Friday, Chris. Yeah. Which Friday? Friday, February twenty third, nineteen hundred and seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Happy Cinco and de Mayo, 1979. 
and of course our big 250th episode. Other space. Pennsylvania six five thousand. I don't know. Oh god. Um. Jitterbugging is really big in in Mexico, Chris. Two hundred and fifty. Is there? Is there? What's the word for two hundred and fifty? You know, like sesquicentennial, but. I don't know. You know, could be but 250? Could be No, that's, that's 150. No one, no one knows. Oh, oh. oh uh, <laughs> Science d- has yet to... Dusquicentennial? Um, what the... John. Eh? Sesquicentennial. Eh? John, when we started this podcast, lo, these many years ago... 1,500 years ago. 250 <laughs> years ago... <laughs> Did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams that we would get this far, that we would come, just checking our progress bar, that we would, that we would summarize as many as 1.71% of all known <laughs> Garfield strips? Wow. You yeah. know, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be higher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It could be up to as many as like one point seven three percent of Garfield that's, strips. Because that's that's just as of Friday, April twenty eighth, mm. two thousand seventeen. It's a good point. It's a good point. You know. Yeah. It's it's uh it, what it's like a week later than that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Right just, now. I'll right just, now, as you're listening to I'm this, I'm just gonna write two hundred and fifty. Hello. I'm gonna future. write. I'm gonna write two fifty in this in this cell just to see what happens. Oh, but 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 no. I'll just undo it later. Oh, but one you better. John. John. You better. John. John, are I you am ready? Kicking John, myself for not putting data validation John! on the spreadsheet. I am, I am kicking myself. Are you myself. ready for this? Are you ready for this? I am kicking myself in the dick, John, for not employing data validation on the formulas in the okay. spreadsheet. I'm just gonna click undo in a second. Kicking myself in the dick. I'm gonna click undo. Look, I just clicked undo. It's right back in the to dick, normal. John. John. By Cinco de Mayo, May fifth. 2017 we will have we will have summarized and discussed fully 1.76% of all known garfield strips that's an extra 0.05% that's a lot of garfield wait a minute wait a minute yes now you changed you changed the number published. Oh, Did you change the number but of the number that have run do? will. That's a good. Yeah, point. you have to add seven to that as well. Okay, okay, hang on. Uh, okay, so two fifty, and then I'd have to say current date uh, five five twenty seventeen, and <laughs> I'm still getting one point seven six percent there. You must have made a mistake. Uh, current date five five twenty seventeen. I guess it First could strip, be the same. Number of strips two fifty. Boy, no, if there's I'm, nothing, I'm seeing... if, you know, if there isn't anything that makes for better podcast material <laughs> than people arguing <laughs> over proper formula construction on Google Docs, I, I don't know. I don't, what, I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I can't imagine I what, what that is. would be. I don't. I. I like. I can't even picture that. It's like. It's like trying to picture. You know, like a like a a hypercube or something. Like you well, can't do it. You I, can't I mean, do I, it. I I think one thing that would this is doesn't make it better, but it 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 uh because it's not an alternative. But you added you add this in. Not only are they discussing uh, 
formula formatting on a Google on a Google Sheet, but they're also arguing about a hundredth of a percent difference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is scintillating. That's what you want to do on your 250th episode. You want to see, you want to bring out your real big guns, make it something exciting, arguing about a hundredth of a percent on a Google Sheets. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you know what 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 might make it a little more impressive, at least looking. What uh, is? I think we need more significant digits in that in that. Uh, that percentage. Oh, I you know? see what you mean. Because, because, I mean, like, we have as many as we want, really. Uh-huh. You know? Because we're just dividing one whole number into another. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. You know, so if you if you want to go to the, like, billionths of a percent, like, then that number would change, like, drastically every day. I see what you mean. Hmm. So, like that? Yeah. Yeah, 1.711990982. <laughs> well, now I have to change it back to 250 to get the whatever. Whatever. Hey, hey, you know what? We're actually running out of time. We better we better move on with today's strip after that that brief preamble. 249 episodes in, we finally failed to discuss Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> that that would that would be progress. Well, um, uh, in the time we have left, uh, Garfield, Pookie, Odie, something, something, punchline. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's not that different from every other strip. No, it's, it's, I, I, and I'm not even sure. Did we not do this one yesterday? It's basically just uh, several previous oh. jokes jumbled up together. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Odie's in it. Yeah. That's Odie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a we jumble ha- up of previous. You know. We haven't seen Odie for days, days and days. Days. Been, it's been a long time since we've In fact, seen we Odie. haven't seen Odie since February 13th, 1979. That's true. That's true. And and even then, he was sleeping. Mm, yeah. Oh, 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 you know, the I, last I, I'm time sorry, seen, I was wrong. The last, February 14th. Last time February we've seen 14th, Valentine's Day. Of course, you're going to see Odie on Valentine's oh, Day. Sure, sure. And he was Come even on. awake. Yeah. Okay. John, in panel one of today's strip, Garfield is walking Pookie around, like holding Pookie's arms, making him walk, and thinking, let's go for a walk, little fella. Mm, John, are, are you tired of Pookie strips? He is doing and saying the things you're I'm saying he's doing Pookie. and saying. I don't find I don't find these strips endearing <sighs> at all. I you know, I'm thinking back to the 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 the, the the day that we were introduced to po- to Pookie, mm-hmm. and I remember being excited about that. I remember thinking, "Oh boy, Pookie!" I remember Pookie. Something new, yeah. Another well um, character. That's not quite the word. Prop. Another prop. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Finally, a character with even fewer attributes. Finally, a character than I can relate to. <laughs> A character who does and says less even than Odie. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Garfield's walking his teddy bear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Odie is, uh, uh, as ever, uh, oblivious. Yeah, yeah, he's engaged in his favorite activity, facing the opposite direction from whatever action is occurring. (laughs) That is Odie's style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And unusually 
for Odie, he is he is drooling one mm, droplet, just one droplet of drool of drool. I mean, are we are we convinced that this is even Odie? This could be some other mm. dog. Could be could be doppelganger Odie. Could be mirror universe Odie. Mm. It could be. Yeah. Okay, I think the simplest, most parsimonious explanation, John. Yes. Is that Odie can divide himself into multiple dogs. He has that that <laughs> capacity. Like he can just he's one dog, and then he divides off into three dogs. And how you can tell is when he's three dogs, each one only only releases one droplet of drool. And when they I've all forgotten, combine is into it a normally dog, it's is it normally droplets. three drops? It's always or three. two. It's I think it's, it's always, always three. three. Okay, so this is a third of this is one third of Odie's essence. Yeah, there are two other Odies going around. Which third around do you think it else. is? I mean, I, they're all called Odie. Okay. Yeah. But there Panel are two, two other Odies elsewhere, is all I'm saying. Panel two, Garfield smacks Odie with his teddy bear. Yeah. And that is not a way to treat a teddy bear. No. Especially like like swinging it by the arm like that. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wear out that teddy bear. Yeah. It, that teddy bear is not going to last thirty eight years. Yeah. He smacks Odie and Odie flies off into the distance. Mm-hmm. F- flies off to land on a dark colored patch of floor. Yeah, he flies off like with, okay, look, in panel one <laughs> Look. In panel one, Garfield and Odie <laughs> are perhaps one foot away from a wall behind them. In panel mm. two, Garfield smacks Odie in the direction of where that wall had been, and Odie flies off like He's so far away that his 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 body appears very small. You know, like perspective is kicking mm-hmm. in. Mm. Um, it, the wall apparently either disappeared or was always an illusion. Um, it's unrealistic, is what I'm saying. Do you have a? Are you are you complaining? No, that the wall just, disappeared. No, nah, I'm just talking. Well, okay. Uh, you know, honestly, one thing that I that I will complain about on this, I have a dog, John. And if you have a dog, you know, this is not how dogs relate to stuffed animals. You get a you get a dog like we got our dog George, a little Easter bunny for Easter. He got a stuffed Easter bunny. He's the dog attacks the stuffed animal. That's the, that's that's the way of nature. The dog pounces on the stuffed animal and then shakes it to to break its neck, you know, and then tears the stuffing out of it. It's really adorable when it happens to a stuffed animal rather than a living rabbit. But Odie never sees the the bear. Oh, a dog knows. He's facing the other way. Yeah, I guess. Like, do you not get that? No, I don't. Because do you, do you do you not understand that? Like, no, did you, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Did, did you not get, get that? I don't get it. Did you not get, get that? I don't get it. Uh, because Odie's Odie's senses of smell and hearing are far more acute than his vision. Mm, he, he is cute. I'll hear, agree with that. He should be able. I'll to, agree with that. Should be able. I mean, to he's a cute. Hear, he's a cute dog. He should be able to. There was a terrible pun. He should be able to hear and smell Garfield and Pookie approaching. Behind Chris, him. our astute listeners. Listen for the terrible puns. I don't think they do. 
Both of the Stute listeners. I don't um, think they do, but I don't know why they listen. I can only assume that after a recent episode where we spent like five minutes just going, da 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 that no one listens any longer. Yeah, well, you know, sesquicentennial episode and all that. Um, oh, I feel like I feel like I had a point. Uh, oh, I know what I, I know what it was. Uh, I wanted to draw your attention to Garfield's backside in this panel, panel two. Uh-huh. If, if, if you've forgotten where we are in this strip, it's panel two. Can you remind me what day it is? No, no, go on, go on. Uh, I, I just, remember. I just want to say that I, I, I like the way Garfield's backside is drawn in uh-huh. this panel. We, we have this nice angle of Garfield that I don't believe we've seen prior to today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know if this was, you know, in, in celebration of the fact that this is the 250th strip. Probably so. I, I assume it was. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's an interesting, like, three-quarters view of Garfield's back while he's standing upright on his mm-hmm. hind legs, although one of the hind legs is, is in the air, uh, in you know, balancing him, I guess, because he's exerting all this, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, force forward. Um, and it's very nicely shaded. We have a lot of these these hatch cross hatching lines. I don't know if that's cross hatching. I don't know. I guess it's just single hatching. John, you're probably you totally agree, right? You're probably right. I was not listening. I was looking up the name for your two hundred fiftieth anniversary, John. What today is is our Sester Centennial. Oh, I like that. Comes and from... what is the traditional gift associated with <laughs> the 250th anniversary? Oh, oh, yeah. The the paper anniversary, the gold ed. 250th yeah. is, is the Garfield anniversary. <laughs> um, They're all Garfield anniversaries. Sister Centennial folks. John comes from Latin. It, uh, the way uh, you use, would express two and a half in Latin was sort of the mm. Latin term half three. Mm. Half three doesn't make sense. You'd think that would be one and a half, but no, it's like the halfway point between two and three. Uh, so in Latin, that's sesterti- those sesterti- crazy those crazy those crazy Latinites. No wonder sesterti- their empire fell. Sesterius, a contraction of semis like, halfway and tertius third. Hence, sester centennial. Sester probably centennial. probably because the Visigoths were attacking Rome, and mm-hmm. you know some of the Romans were like. Oh, uh, how far away are they? And another Roman was like, they're 250 miles away. Yeah. But they, the other Roman was like, oh, you must mean 150. Half three, yeah. Or vice versa or something. And Mm. Meanwhile, the Visigoths, John, arrayed arrayed outside the walls of Rome, brandishing their teddy bears. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, I I love it when we get to reference the Visigoths. We don't. We don't we don't talk about goths nearly enough on this program. No, I, no, we I, don't. I, I can't think when the last time we referenced the Ostrogoths was. <laughs> Am I right, John? Yeah, you know I was going to. I was going to mention mean? them next. Huh? You know what those names even mean? Visa is just a, a, a variant of West. So the Visigoths are the West Goths, and Ostro East, the East Goth, Eastern Goths. Hmm. How do you like that? 
You what learn- about the Austro-Hungarian Goths? Those are those are the Eastern Hungarian Goths, obviously. Okay, all right. Um, uh, it's all just a panel marketing. three. Something about Spencer's panel. Um, <laughs> panel three. Something about Richard Spencer. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that guy is a barbarian. Um, that's, that's all right. Um, am I thinking of someone else? Huh? Richard Spencer? Is that the Nazi guy? Yeah, he's that's the Nazi guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> no, who I was no, no, Chris, of. you're thinking of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I knew it. I can't. Uh, I, can, I forgot I know, the name. I know. I'm, I'm I know, terrible I know. with names. I know. <laughs> Uh, panel three, Chris. Panel three. Panel three features uh, More two of two of the important players that we have already seen In today. Today's little vignette. Garfield, uh, it's Garfield is and Pookie. Pookie uh, yeah. to the right again. Actually, it's it's almost they're almost in exactly the same configuration they were in panel one, yeah. aside from Garfield's expression. Yeah, he's not as excited anymore, and he's think- no. Well, he, he's 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 switched from like. The sort of childlike glee at, at, at in the anticipation of what's about to happen, to like a smug, self-satisfied, you know, mm. like yeah, I'm a he's, badass. He's kinda. thinking Garfield Uber Alice. Yeah. No. Okay. I said yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I said yeah. No. He's. He's, 250 episodes, folks. Yeah, and Garfield is thinking, well, I'll be. Pookie doesn't like dogs either. A punchline. Big big finish. If you say so. If you say so. Big finish for Jim Davis's 250 Big finish! Yeah, clearly, clearly Garfield knows that Pookie is not a sentient being. Mm, true. Doesn't have, doesn't, doesn't, isn't capable of, of any intentional state. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what's really going on. He know he, he knows that it's actually him. Is it possible? That is responsible for the violence that occurred in panel two. John, is it possible or profitable for us to adopt the intentional stance vis-a-vis Pookie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we i think we're we do it yeah we do it when we whenever we talk about him right isn't that what the intentional stance is i mean we don't typically t- speak as if pookie is an intentional um as if he has intentionality well sure but 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 we necessarily take an intentional stance when we talk about him do we yeah that's what the intentional stance is I'm not sure we do. I think we definitely take an intentional stance when we talk about Garfield. We adopt the intentional stance vis-a-vis Garfield, but vis-a-vis Pookie. Okay, Chris, you you are embarrassing yourself here. So I mean, that's possible. I, I mean, like if you just want to end the podcast, I'm fine with that. Look, you want to go look up what the intentional stance is? Okay, okay, okay. Look, we will hash <laughs> this out next week with special guest co-host. Daniel C. Dennett. Yeah, Daniel Dennett. <laughs> Tufts University uh, philosopher Daniel C. Dennett. Hey, unfortunately, hey. John Jeffrey uh, Lewis of the Middlebury Institute of International <laughs> Relations had to bail on us. So, fan favorite Daniel C. Dennett will be filling in. Hey, I am I am pumped for Daniel Dennett. Uh huh. 
What kind of pump, you ask? <laughs> what kind uh, of pump? No, no, tell me, tell me. Uh, it's it, 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 intuition pumps, Chris. Uh, intuition pumps. Uh, no, seriously, isn't I'm, the intentional stance just the like the concept of like being about something? Um, but I think in in this case, I think when we adopt the intentional stance of vis-a-vis another entity, that means we're treating it as if it has some sort of intentionality. So uh, in the words of Daniel Dennett, reading directly from page 17 of the book, (laughs) of his book, John, The Intentional Stance, here's how it works. First, you decide to treat the object whose behavior is to be predicted as a rational agent. Then you figure out what beliefs that agent ought to have given its place in the world and its purpose. Then you figure out what desires it ought to have on these same considerations. And finally, you predict that this rational agent will act to further its goals in the light of its beliefs. A little practical reasoning Hmm. from the chosen set of beliefs and desires will in most instances yield the decision about what the agent ought to do. Uh, That is what you predict the agent will do. Hmm. So I think, Chris, we adopt an intentional stance vis-a-vis Garfield and John Arbuckle, mm. and we do that really, profitably, even though they're not when real. You, yeah, when you say that you, you're adopting an intentional stance, you're really saying that you're impugning intentionality on the part of the thing you're adopting the stance towards. Yeah, that's what the intentional stance is. But, okay, but I think the deal with the intentional... I thought the intentional stance was just, like, being in, intentional. Like be, having having aboutness. No, no, and I think the key with the intentional stance is it's not necessarily. And again, we can get this figured out next <laughs> week when Daniel Dennett's on the podcast. Um, I think the key is it's not that you're necessarily making any judgment about whether the entity in question has an inner mental life or is mm. it genuinely, you know, is it a robot? Is it really conscious? Any of that stuff. You're just right. saying from a Does it have free will? Yeah. Yeah. For, you're not even worrying about all that. You're just saying like from a practical standpoint, it's helping me get through life to treat this entity as if it has intentionality, as if it has beliefs and desires. Mm. And so I'm adopting the intentional stance vis-a-vis the object or the entity. I guess, I suppose the obvious case would be like the way we talk about computers when we're like, oh, yeah. the computer is is being a dick. Exactly, exactly. When it's actually just like, you know. My computer won't talk to the printer. Right. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it, but you're not, you're not, you're not saying that you actually hold a belief about it yeah it's just you're, you're you it's a, it's a it's a it's a linguistic shortcut more than anything else well but it's not solely a linguistic yeah okay okay because not- it it determines how you interact <clears throat> with that entity like what what you predict it it's an intuition do. pump it might be an intuition pump it's a stance yeah. it's a stance <laughs> um, yeah I'd- you know i one interesting thing about that and and i i, I if I may miss the point yet again, I think it's Please interesting do. that Daniel Dennett um, imparts this. Well, he infuses the concept of rationality on the part of thinking agents. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost a fetishization mm-hmm. of rationality. 
I don't know. It, 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 it sounds like I almost think he's an economist. Like it sounds, you know, okay. So you're saying like, it almost sounds like Dennett is saying if an agent were irrational, it couldn't even be sentient. Well, I, I, I guess, I guess I'm just like calling attention to the, like the ambiguity of, of, of the term rationality. Cause I, cause I think I get what he means. He doesn't mean like, he doesn't mean rational in the sense that like, it always does what what uh, you know. It it always does what makes sense or what's the most optimal thing. He just means in the basic kind of bare bones, like yeah. He just means goal oriented, really. Well, yeah, like a, a a minimum of sort of instrumental yeah. rationality. Like there's a basic sort of teleological component to its uh, you know its it, thinking. It's goal direct. Well, yeah, it's goal directed, and there's some. There's some sort of reasonableness about how it pursues right. those goals based on the information it right. has. Right. Right. It may be flawed. It could be. It could be. It could yeah. be like. It could be infinitely flawed, but yeah. it still. It still employs reason. Mm-hmm. And I would in its thinking. I, I think you're right to point out the fetishization. I think that's probably true. The fetishization of rationality. I guess I would only say in Dennett's defense he we, I, I, what i like about the intentional stance is is it's not a set of beliefs i have about this entity or a set mm-hmm. of judgments i'm making about it it's um a stance in in an, in that like it's a way for me to behave vis-a-vis that entity to, mm. to you know to deal with it is right. just to treat it as if it has um uh, desires and beliefs, and and it pursues its its desires right. rationally on the basis of its beliefs. And the rationality mm. is key there because if the entity is behaving irrationality, irrationally, I can't adopt an intentional stance towards it because, like, I can't get along. Like, there's no pattern there for me to get along with. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's not predictable. Yeah. And so it's yeah, but also, but also, like when you adopt an intentional stance, uh-huh. like y- you are kind of opening yourself up to like another observer adopt adopting the intentional stance towards you, uh-huh. based on on your, you know, quote unquote assumptions about the thing you're adopting the stance towards. I mean, I yeah, <clears throat> I, you know what I mean, like yeah. like. You don't, it, as you said, it's not. Uh, uh, it, it's not that you necessarily, literally hold any sort of belief about the the thing towards which you're adopting the stance, but you are acting as though mm-hmm. you were adopt. You were you were you, you you believed as such. It's almost a Pascal's wager, of of uh, of qualia. I did not get that right. reference, but oh no, I do. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, in the you're, same you're sense. acting as though. As, as though it, it 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 had intentionality. Yeah, I'm not sure qualia is. Yeah, yeah. Not qualia. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I'm not, uh, I, what con- word am I looking consciousness, for? Consciousness, almost subjective consciousness or something. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Or, or or intentionality is really the word you want. Yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah, in the same in the same sense that you are saying, <laughs> this entity is behaving as if it has intentionality. Another, a third observer could say. John is behaving as if he believes the entity right. has intentionality. 
Right, and, yeah, and then another another kind of entity like a, could yeah. could uh, could you know like a, a entity B think you know behaves as though entity A yeah is behaving as though John uh, believes the computer you know wants X. Mm. Anyway, it's turtles all the way down. I forgot about that part. Okay. Is it me? Um, I think it might be me. No? Uh, no, it's you. You're hosting. Yeah. Okay. Um, John, did you ask me what happens in today's strip? <laughs> Chris, what happens in today's strip? Hey, in today's strip, Friday, the 23rd of February, 1979, the 250th ever Garfield strip. Hey, remember the Star Wars cantina scene? Yeah. I like that scene. And John. And that's why we talked about Daniel Dennett and the intentional stance for 20 minutes John, or whatever it was. You know what people love about that cantina scene? They no, love, tell me. They love the, the, uh, the band playing that popular music in the cantina. I think it went <laughs> a little something <laughs> like this. <laughs> 250 episodes. Uh, 250, ladies and gentlemen. Congra- uh, congratulations on the I've already forgotten the name of it. Sesper Centennial. Sester. Sester Centennial. Sester Centennial. Yeah. Um Yeah, Pookie, of course, uh um is a bear. Yep. And um Boy, there's there's multiple connections to the Star Wars Cantina scene now that I think about it. Oh, did you uh, oh there was a reason you said that? Yeah, you know, because you know the the guys I mean, I like said it uh, you wrote that. the guy the guys the guys like uh, he doesn't like you, and then he's like, I don't oh, like you either. Oh, I remember right, that. Right, right, and it's like a manufactured controversy. Like the guy doesn't really just not like him; he just wants to start a fight because it's a bar, and that's you know, it's a bar scene. John, in retrospect, those movies, whatever. They're fine. They're fun. They're fine. They're fine. They're fun. Whatever. Anyway, uh, and then also, uh, uh, you know, much, much like, uh, much like Pondo Baba loses his limb in that in that famous lightsaber duel in, at the end of the cantina scene. I guess it's not really a duel. It's it's, it's more what look look what look Obi Wan Kenobi cuts off his arm. Little drastic, if you ask me. Like, I think I think he was, you know, going a little bit too far there. Anyway, anyway, much like that, it looks like Pokey is maybe not going to have this arm too much longer if Garfield treats him habitually the way he does. Can we go in back to talking about Daniel Dennett? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Daniel Dennett would make an excellent Jedi. Mm, I mean, he, he has kind of has that look, like a older actually you know if you ask me i think daniel dennett Jedi daniel master. dennett could bring balance to the force mm, you know no like maybe daniel I don't, dennett I don't agree 
look, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I've listened to some of the rumors about episode eight. I think, you know, maybe Daniel Dennett is going to be the last Jedi. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's going to combine the light and the dark. I don't know. I don't know. Might happen. Might happen. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Daniel Dennett. I oh God, I like I want to be interested in this because you're talking about Daniel Daniel Dennett, <laughs> but you're also talking about Star Wars, and I just can't be I can't bring myself to be interested. You gotta, I guess you gotta start watching some Star Wars movies. You I should don't, ease yourself no, in. I don't you should have ease yourself to start in with watching some Star Wars movies. You start. You got to start with the 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 Ewok Christmas special. That's I don't or the Wookie Christmas I special. I don't have know. to start whatever watching it is. Some Star Wars. Movie. I watched the original. The three. Christmas special is the best. I watched the original three many many times as a child, and then I saw several of the new ones, and they were fine. But I don't know why everyone's talking about them all the time. I think it's more because they're in. They're adopting the intentional stance towards the Star Wars movies. That's what towards they're doing, the Chris. Movies, I, 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 or towards look, the characters in the <clears throat> movies. I think towards the movies themselves and towards George Lucas. Like I don't know if I, you know. I, mean, I don't know that George Lucas has the any intentional stance towards George <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that George Lucas has any internal desires, or you know, like actual like. Yeah, does he have Whatever. a subjective conscious experience? I don't, we don't I don't know, know that, don't know. but I behave in my daily life as though he did. John, because it's it's useful. John. How does your daily behavior change? How would your daily behavior be different if you treated George Lucas as if he had no inner mental life? <laughs> like what would you, what would be different in your everyday life? It would be super awkward every time I ran into George Lucas. Yeah, you'd just be treat like, him like an object. <laughs> yeah, I'd treat him like a fire hydrant or something. You'd, you'd, you know? you'd just like dance with him and then use him to hit a human being. Exactly, exactly. I, and I would get in trouble for that. Can we finish our podcast? Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Oh, have we not even done that yet? A low-entropy entity arising from random fluctuations in a higher-entropy universe. Uh, you can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave a comment, send us an email, or sign up to co-host the podcast. Yeah, I do Why that. Why not follow us on Twitter at Being Jim Davis? Like us on Facebook, Being Jim Davis. Follow me on Twitter at... I, I was about to say Being Jim Davis again. <laughs> I mean, I mean that would works. work. Yeah, that's. How I mean, do. I'm I'm mainly the one that operates that Twitter account. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't touch it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, and the it password. is it is a lot of work. I don't remember the password. I do. I occasionally. It's. I don't. Rem- it's listeners. If you can, I better remember, not say it because if, you will not cut it out. If you can <laughs> remember the password to our Twitter account, send it to Chris Taylor at beingjimdavis.com. Um. John, I bet you could yes. I bet you could say the password to our Twitter account right now on the podcast and I could not bleep it out and little or nothing bad would happen. Well, I don't think I don't I wouldn't consider it bad if somebody steals our Twitter account. I don't think they would even like, steal it. In I the think, cosmic sense. I, th- I think like, you know, potentially potentially some listener might log on to the Twitter account and tweet some things. 
probably at least as good as the stuff I tweet. Yeah, I don't. I, I doubt they would even change the password back. It would be a breach of trust to do that. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at Inscrutable Taco, and I'm at the Chris Winter. Thanks. I dot am for... dot dot worst on Instagram. Oh damn it! I let you. I let you get away with it. You know what? You That's can fine. also. You it's can our... also. Why not, Chris? Why not, Chris? Why not follow my pets, Louis.George.Adventures on Instagram? You know what, Chris? It's so cute. T- since today is our sister our, our, centennial, our, our sister centennial. <laughs> as well as Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Muchas gracias for that. Yeah. Um, did we say that this would all be in Spanish? We did. We did. Mm. Um, yeah. Mea culpa. <laughs> Uh, Central America and stuff. <laughs> anyway, thank you for this. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for 250 great episodes. Uh, I mean, really, you should be thanking us, but whatever, fine. Not for Look, I don't care. It's whatever. Not, not for 250 great episodes. Not this one. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Good night, you bunch of animals.